James Monroe, Iglehart, 15 seconds to curtain, James. James, oh, right, you're already on stage because this is actually part two of our interview. What a treat. If you haven't already, make sure you listen to part one first, and if you have, then get ready for more James right now. Welcome to 15 Seconds to Curtain, a Muppet Fan podcast presented by ToughPigs.com. This is the podcast where Muppet fans talk with notable Muppet fans about, what else, the Muppets. Our guest today has been seen in Broadway's Aladdin, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Hamilton, and Freestyle Love Supreme. We are extremely proud to continue our chat with James Monroe Eichelhart. Do you you revisit uh, old Muppet stuff very often? Yeah. Yeah, I do. What was the last Muppet thing you watched? Um, I think the last which, the last Muppet thing I watched um, was the Roger Miller episode. Great. Because, uh, uh, you know, you can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. Yes. Um, I also, I do, um, what, the, what was the last one I was looking for? Because there, there was one, I was, oh, that's what it was. We were looking for uh, <laughs> the one that makes my wife laugh no matter what happens. And it makes me laugh no matter what happens. When Fozzie decided that the Muppets needed a script writer. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's uh, I think the Harry Belafonte episode. Yes, yeah. and it's the opening monologue. Yep, it's the greatest opening monologue of everything I've ever seen in my life. When he says, "Kermit, you need a script." Kermit, says, I don't need a script. Just read it. And so Kermit goes out there and he says, "Leggies and jungle fins." And he looks <laughs> off and goes, "Leggies and jungle fins." <laughs> and Fozzie says, "So what? My typing's bad." Yeah. And he says, "He says." Welcome to well, welcome to thy Mupple Shocks. <laughs> welcome to thy Mupple Shocks. My name is Kermit the Forg. The Forg. <laughs> the typos were so bad that Kermit read them word for word. Like never fixed it. Nope. Just and my wife, we literally can't get past that scene. It's so good because we're just so. We're, once he says "Welcome to thy Mupple Shocks," we're done. We're yep. Just, yep. That that was the last one. That was about two weeks ago. We watched that. And I cracked up appreciate laughing. that you got that correct. By the way. The, the uh, you got Kermit's mistake right? Yes. yes? It, okay. it, was, it was just the fact the fact that Kermit read it as is. He yeah. didn't try to fix it. Yep. And oh man, the Harry Belafonte episode too. Oh. That's one of the most perfect half hours of television That's in history. Beautiful. Yeah. Trust me, I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, and it's a also, shame. I, I I bother my wife with "Lime in the Coconut" song yep. constantly. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I, I I bothered my wife with the the uh, the original version, the Harry Nelson version, once yes. in a while. And she's like, "This song is terrible." I'm like, "Yeah, but like I'm picturing Kermit in right. the bed." Yes. And, yeah, it's, it's such a good one. I, I've always wanted to make a like a Spotify playlist of all the uh, the songs that I, I'm going to do this. I'm I'm saying I've always wanted to. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to put it on Tough Bigs, but uh, a Spotify playlist of all the songs that the Muppets have covered. Oh, the ones gosh. that like we're so familiar with them already, yeah. and like here's where it came from. Here's what yes. Jim heard, and was yeah. like, we could do that with Muppets. Also, I mean, one of the ones that always gets me is um, the "Stop Children, What's That Sound?" Yeah. And the fact that the 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 joke of it is mm-hmm. at the end after they do this song, you know, and the possum is singing, that the three the three human puppets, yeah. Don't catch anything but ridiculousness. They have, they uh, literally have like a shoe and like a. I think they, car, they, they shot a car, maybe. They shot a car. Yeah, <laughs> he has one has a tire. I shot a tire. Yeah. Like they really are the worst hunters in the world. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which is great. But I mean, yeah, there's so many. Um, or the. Um, what's the song? Oh, shoot. 
something in your mind. Um, windmills like in your mind? Like yeah, yeah. Will, yeah like with with the, the three-legged yeah, yes, cr- like screaming a, thing. It's like a will yeah. that's ever turning. And that yeah. one is, oh, it's so, yeah. so good. And it keeps going faster and yeah, faster. Yeah, and then yeah. he finally just takes off. I was like, oh, it's just a great. That's yeah. great. I think that might be the Alice Cooper episode, maybe, Probably if I'm not no. mistaken. I don't know. Um, no, that's great. Do you, do you ever watch um, uh, some of the other Henson stuff, like uh, Fraggle Rock? Oh, gosh, yes. Good. I, mean, I, yeah. I, loved, I loved Fraggle Rock. Uh, I, well, I should say I liked Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I liked Fraggle Rock. I liked Bear in a Big Blue House. Yeah. You know, um, but I really got into um, you know um, Storyteller. Ooh, okay. Storyteller was what I got into. Nice. The, the Hedgehog storytelling that that that, that particular episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the dog and the guy. I, that. Yeah. That that one. What was, was it about Storyteller? You you you. Um, there was there to? was there was a moment in television in the eighties where everybody was like, you know what. We're so into ourselves. Let's go back to fantasy. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Steven Spielberg came out with amazing stories. And yes. then Jim Henson came out with Storyteller. Yep. And these stories were so good. The Icarus story. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that, it was It was like they took all the things they had learned from the labyrinth and what they had learned from Dark Crystal and said, let's make a TV show. And it was so ahead of its time. Yep. Like, if you put it on now at HBO, people would be giving it you know, Emmy Awards. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, back then it was like, I don't know what to do with this. I'm like, you put it on now next to like, it comes on like right before like, you know, um, what's that TV show everybody loves? Um, GOT. Oh, Game of Thrones. Game of yep. Thrones. Yep. You put it right on before that. People would have been like, this is brilliant. This is the greatest yeah, thing I've ever Forget seen. Game of Thrones. Yeah, this, this is, yeah. is great. You know, I, that's what I think. I love, I loved that show. Also, cause I loved Jim's imagination when he got away from, the Muppets mm-hmm. and how vast his imagination was of yeah. wanting to do things. The one thing that I find fascinating about like the history of Jim Henson, we always talk about Muppet Show, Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock, you know, the, that kind of thing. But um, constantly and consistently through his career, it's never been about like what's the next great Muppet thing we can do. The, ne- the next great Muppet thing that he did was always like we're going to do this and we're going to make the fans happy. We're going to make some money and then I'm going to take that money and that, I'm going to yeah, go do exactly, something that exactly. I really feel passionate about. Yes. And that's why we got Labyrinth. That's why we got Dark Crystal. That's why we got Storyteller. And even um, the Jim Henson Hour, where Storyteller yes. uh, was originally aired, mm-hmm. was like he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll give you your half hour of, of like our, the new Muppet Show, but the other half is going to be whatever I want to do. And also, speaking of the new Muppet Show, my favorite episode uh-huh. is the one with Prince. Oh, yeah. The fact that you nobody could get Prince. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> Two people got Prince, Arsidio Hall <laughs> and Jim Henson. That was it. And Oprah got him later in life. Right. The fact that Prince was able to let them take one of my favorite songs that it's a it's a you know obscure song. Well, it's except to Prince fans. But Starfish and Coffee. Yep. And they did it. Yeah. And Prince was okay with it. Yeah. I was like, this is this just shows you how much respect an artist like Prince yeah. had for Jim Henson and the Muppets. They made a pup, they made a Muppet of Prince. Yeah. Well, I, so I, I, like, I will, I do have to correct you on one thing because someone's going to make a note is, uh, so that was on Muppets Tonight, which is a few years after Jim sorry, Henson okay, passed, sorry. which is fine, but it's still Jim and still the Muppets. Um, but also the Starfish and Coffee thing has one of my favorite jokes from Muppets Tonight where, so he sings a song because they're, so one of the puppets is, Muppets is a, uh, Daring him, like, well, I bet you couldn't write a song about about just anything. And he's like, I'll write a song about whatever's on the menu. And he looks at the menu yeah. and it's starfish and coffee. So he sings a whole song, and he's like, All right, well, I bet you couldn't do it again. What else is on the menu? And he says, Raspberry sorbet. <laughs> That's a great show. And he just kind of like Prince looks at the camera and kind of does a little shrug. Yeah. That's the thing. And also, but Prince, 
that those kind of jokes, even in his movies, he liked. Yes. He, he, he loved, when he was doing live, he would love to look at the audience and kind of wink. Yeah. Which is a Muppet thing. Yes. So you're right. And it is Muppets Tonight. And um, I for some reason, I'm, I'm missing the name of the host because I love the host. Uh, he's Oh, Clifford. Yeah, Clifford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done by uh, yeah, Mr. So, Clash himself. Yeah, Kevin Clash. Which, which is awesome. Who I got to meet, Mr. Kevin Clash. Oh, when, did you, was, when did you meet him? Uh, the first time I was at Sesame doing um, The Electric Company. Ah yes! Oh right, we, I did want to we, talk we, about we, that we a little bit. Doing, we were doing the pilot for the electric for the new electric company. Yes, and this man walked past me, and I was like, "You are Kevin Clash. You are amazing." Oh, for sure. And it was really cool. Yeah, uh, and, you know, talk, talking about some of these guys, Kevin Clash, Frank Oz, like not only are they amazing human beings and so incredibly talented, and um, you know, amazing, they do the great voices, the singing, and whatever. Um, they are such master manipulators. Like the the puppetry that they can do yes. that no other human can do, they are literally at the top of their game for real. Yeah, and anybody who comes up under them ends up being the top of the game because you have to watch these guys to match what they're doing. They match their performance. Yes, so you have to be you have to be get you have to get on your game. Yeah, so you don't feel left behind by these guys. Oh yeah, and it's it's just amazing to watch. Yeah, for sure. Do you uh, do you own much uh, Muppet merchandise? Um, you you are wearing a Muppet shirt. Right I, now, I should point I, I, out. I have I have I have uh, several Muppet shirts. Um, I have a, I have a uh, bright green, well, lime green shirt with Muppet with Kermit riding a bike on it. Uh-huh. Um, I used to have a Kermit hat and an animal hat. I used to have the animal Adidas that came out. Okay, yeah, I've seen those. I wore those to the ground. Great. Um, and I have <laughs> literally because they're shoes. Literally to yep. the ground. Mm-hmm. It's totally yep. to the ground. And I have several, um, like you know, Muppet, couple of Muppet memorabilia stuff at the house. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah. I'm always curious what people have in oh, yeah. their homes. Like, yeah, what's yeah. what what like what is it? The Muppet uh, stuff. That, my, that's... my my new favorite thing was it came out a couple years ago, maybe three years ago. Um, Disney came out. I, my wife and I love. We buy a new uh, Christmas ornament every year. Yes. And the Christmas ornament of uh, Piggy and Kermit, they have the, um, the yeah uh, the mistletoe. So yeah, I where, where she's one. she's uh, picking him up and kissing him, and he's yes. got a sheesh face, and yeah. I think I have that as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a Disney World thing, right? Yes, or, it a was Disney, uh, yeah. a theme park thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think I think I, I own it. I, if I remember correctly, the Kermit's legs have broken off, of course. so she's just kind of holding Kermit's torso. Yeah, because <laughs> the legs are really really thin. Yeah, it's built really well, but it's like you're like one 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 move. And yep. this thing is broken, and that's what it was. Yep, yep. I just put it in a box, a little too close yep. to another yeah, ornament. And there you go. Yeah, Done. it's gone. Uh, <laughs> So uh, uh, it didn't come up in conversation, so I, I have to ask, who is your favorite Muppet? You know what? I've been asked that several times. It's a hard question. And it changes. Yes. It changes all the time. Because uh, I literally, I'm going to get killed for this, I literally only go to Sardi's to see Kermit's picture. Yes, which, by the way, if anyone uh, finds themselves in New York, you can literally walk right into Sardi's. Don't even stop to ask. If you could Just go upstairs. Uh-huh. It's upstairs. There's there's a bar up there. I think like yep. they know that people are going up to the bar. It's not weird. And uh, right next to the bathrooms is the original picture from Up a Stick Manhattan yes. of Kermit. Yep. Whenever I see that. Um, so Kermit um, is one of my favorites. Um, I love Gonzo. I love Gonzo because I love the you know the song in the, in the, in the, in the movie. Yes. Um, but the sweetest chef I can watch for days. <laughs> just it's just something. Oh, the chocolate mousse moment and the chicken in the basket moment. Where so he picks good. up a chicken and throws it in the basketball hoop's great. Yep. Uh, but as as a whole, I love the electric mayhem. Yeah. That's that's my crew. So I mean, you know, if I had to pick, you know, it's like Kermit, the Swedish chef Gonzo, and the electric mayhem. Those. All right, so those. we're we're gonna will this into existence that the next big Muppet project, we're gonna make sure you're involved. <laughs> You're gonna sing a song with the electric mayhem. That is my that's my that's my dream. From the moment, I kid you not, to this day, once a month at least, once 
once maybe twice a month i have to play can you picture that yeah to walking down the street that's I, right it's one of my favorites from the moment it's the it starts with dr z's oh yeah and it hits into zoots um that that saxophone lick and then it goes right into it yes and that's the song i wanted to sing at the muppet um uh, 54 below but they said someone else already singing it uh. I, was like, I totally understand that's it because i literally also you can't give me that song yeah I, I I have told my friends this. I said I am a humble and I am a, a nice actor, but I do I do tend to lean towards zero center stage. Yep. <laughs> if you give me that song, that better be the last damn song that's on the program, because <laughs> I'm going to rip that song to shreds, and no one should come after me on that. Because so I, I mean, when I'm in the car, I am it's it's a, it's quite a performance. Uh, <laughs> can you can you just like put out an album of Muppet covers? Oh my god, I would I would love to, but yeah, I, you know, we'll see. Then we could we could put this on there. Just a side note. My my wife is the most patient, amazing woman in the history of life. Um, my nerddom is really boundless. Um, but when it comes to Muppets, the fact that she got up at nine a.m. actually at eight a.m. so we could be in the park by nine, mm-hmm. so I could watch the Muppets do um, you know their take on history is nothing but love. The oh, fact for sure. That she, would, yeah. that she would do that. I, I have um, for Christmas back in 1998. That's how that I know it. Uh, I was given uh, the Muppet, the big Muppet coffee table book that yes, they had the, years the ago. Works. The works. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was given that. I have Jim Henson's life story. I have I have mm-hmm. so many Muppet books. That, it's funny you were asking me about stuff I have at the house, and I was I didn't think about it until she called. I have so many Muppet books. Yeah. At the house, right? That's those are the things I have the most of. Books about um, the Muppets, book about the Dark Crystal, books uh, about um, the Labyrinth. I mean, the, the, just just they're awesome things to me. You know, I I thought about um, I had a girlfriend. Thank God we didn't get married. She's nuts, <laughs> and I don't care if she hears this. Um, <laughs> she said she wanted to be a puppeteer, uh-huh. and you know, sometimes people just say things flippantly. Mm-hmm. Well, I got so excited that I did all the research for her to, you know, get to the Muppets, how to, how to do it. We did, a, we did a whole project for college on it. And after a while, I realized she, was, she wasn't kidding, but she wasn't as serious as I was. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the only reason why I knew I couldn't do it is because I'm too conceited to not be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. I and I that. think that's yep. the thing that makes the Muppet performers so amazing is, they are totally okay with the characters being the star and them being the background, even though they do it. I know me. <laughs> I want to work with the Muppets, but I have to be in front with the Muppets. Right. And you have to know yourself. It's okay to know, say, hey, I have an ego. I need to be in front of the camera. But that's me. But I have so many books about the Muppets because I, I was obsessed with the still am. When, when something comes out, I have to get like when when the whole uh, Muppet guy's talking, my wife was like, I know you're going to get that. I'm like, you're damn straight I'm getting that. Yeah. I have to. Right. You know. Yeah, uh, same. By the way, my my wife is very patient. She's she's a Muppet fan, but she's not a fanatic. Right, exactly. Which is good. <laughs> good which is good. You, you don't need to have two. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, I mean, I'm a guy who runs a Muppet fan site. I, I was running the site when we met. Like, she knew what she was getting into. Yeah. Like, she's also the kind of person to be like, well, I guess we're getting up at eight o'clock so we can be at the park by nine. Right. Or like, like, well, I guess I'm gonna like we're gonna have to go to the Museum of the Moving Image once oh, a month. I, I, we, and we did when yeah. we did. And what's funny is this one bothered me a little bit. Tell me because um, there was one in California that they took to the um, I think Academy of Arts and Sciences, which had so much more stuff mm-hmm. in yeah. it. And here I am at the you know at the you know the Museum of Moving Pictures, looking at this stuff, and I began to kind of complain. I'm like, they don't have enough stuff. And my wife says, "Honest to God," she goes. Joe, she says, 
is it that they don't have enough stuff or that you've been to so many museums with Jim Henson stuff that you've seen everything <laughs> and now you're disappointed because they don't have some of the stuff. When we think about this, how many times have you been to a museum that had Muppet memorabilia in it? I was like, well, set a, a lot. Yeah. She was like, so maybe it's not this museum. Maybe it's you. Maybe you've been to too many and you're expecting too much. She And I, when I thought about it, I was like, this is a really great exhibit. I've been to too many. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, well, where's the big burden? How come they don't have like, because the one I went to in California, like had like all the Skeksis, like all yeah, of them. Yeah, right. And Don, yep. Don's looking, they had, they had, um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Labyrinth. Jareth, the, the Goblin King. Yes. No, no. Hoggle. Hoggle. Yes. Jim Henson's son did the voice. Yes. So they had Hoggle there. Yeah. They had the full puppet. Then they had the head. Then they had the head without the skin on it. And so yep. I'm expecting that. Yeah. And Don is like, honey, baby, you've been to different exhibits in different states, babe. Yeah. Maybe it's because... It's not that this is a bad one. Maybe you've been to too many. So to the Museum of uh, Moving Pictures, you have a wonderful exhibit. Yes, it's great. And it's yep. my fault uh, for just being too much of a fanatic and asking for way too much than should have been there. And it was it was fabulous. I Once she told me that, I went back through. I literally went to the beginning and walked through and, and enjoyed every. I was like, wow, this has so many good yeah. things in it. Um, but you can't put everything in every exhibit. No, of course not. And well, it's, it, and they also they have too many for every exhibit, you know. Well, and the nice thing is there there are currently three exhibits. There's uh, Museum of the Moving uh, Moving Image in in Queens in New York, um, which has a lot of stuff. There's the Center for Puppetry Arts in Atlanta, which also has a lot of Muppet stuff. And then there's the touring exhibit, which is the one that you saw yes. in California. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it's in Columbus, maybe right now. Right. I don't I don't actually recall, but. Um, um, the fact that there's enough stuff, that, yes, and like people, you don't you don't have to come all the way to New York City or nah. to Atlanta yeah. to see these things. Like it, maybe it'll come closer to you. You get a chance to see it. Like I think that's that's like, kind of amazing I, in itself. And I, you know, because I've seen. It's sad when you say there's three, and I realize I've seen three and three of them different places. Yep, yep. So it's like. That's the thing that got me. I was like, I, 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 whenever I see his name or I see it, I have to go. Oh. I have to, I have to see it. I, I, I get and it. And Don yeah. goes, and Don, my wife's looking, she goes, it's not that I don't want to go. What new information are you going to get? She goes, <laughs> he started the same time each time. Mm -hmm. He worked with his wife the same time each mm -hmm. time. You know that it started with Sam and Friends. I mean, what what else, James? Do you are you think you're going to find out? I'm like, oh no, something new could be there. Yeah, I, are we married to the same person? Because I've, <laughs> I've I've heard that before. I think there was a, there was an exhibit a couple years ago up in Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah. Because uh, Jim and Jane Henson had a house up there, and there was some museum that wanted to do a Henson exhibit, and it's like, well, I guess I have to go to Greenwich, Connecticut. And I have to go see this thing. And I'm glad I did because the, the nice thing about that was that exhibit did something slightly different from the other ones where it was a little bit more about Jane and her yeah, art nice. and a little bit more about their life in Connecticut nice. and well, you know that sort of thing. And, of course, like they had Muppets on display. And, you know, that's always nice to see. You know, I've seen them all before. And, well, it's, the same, it's the same thing with Walt Disney. Like, yeah. I, I've gone to every Walt Disney exhibit and they have one in San Francisco where mm -hmm. I'm from. So I go see that. This one was different because it was more about Walt's family. Yeah. So I was like, cool. So Dom was like, ah, okay, this one I get. Yes. Fine. Right. Yes. So, Slightly cause, cause, different. Because if we're talking about the animation, James, you don't need to see that anymore from the right. 14 times you've seen it. Right. 
It's yeah, like the uh, old the old uh, movies are not changing. Right. It's like you're not going to see anything right. different They're in not this film. Adding more history. Right. It's the history's <laughs> already there. Right. She's like, and she like when you get a Muppet thing, she's like, I, I know you're buying this movie, but do you need three copies? Of each of the movies. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but the Blu-ray has something different. She goes, what? She goes, even if it's different, you probably already know this information. I'm like, okay, you're probably right. But yeah, I'm still going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've bought like every Muppet movie several times. I was just, we were just talking about, uh, have you seen, you've seen The Iron Giant? Yes. A wonderful movie. I bought it four times. Yeah. Because yeah. I because it's like every time a new one comes out, it's like, well, the Blu-ray, it's it, I mean, I got to see that in Blu-ray, right? right? Also, and they, they they always seem to have this one cell. Or like they'll have like you'll look at the Blu-ray and this is for any of the movies that for us nerds who know this. You'll look at the Blu-ray and it'll tell you all the things the Blu-ray has. Yeah. And you'll go, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that. I've seen that. Oh, I haven't seen that. So you're going to spend $39 for this one chapter that you haven't seen. And this chapter is literally 10 minutes long. Oh. So you spent $40 for 10 minutes. You're lucky you're if it's not, 10 minutes. Sometimes it's, it's like seven. two and a half minutes. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but those two and a half minutes. But, but, but I didn't know that that interview with, you know, yeah. Mark Hamill in smiling to the left is different <laughs> from smiling to the right on the last one. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I own a lot of stuff. Uh, listen, <laughs> There's a lot of stuff. There's The problem is uh, my my nerddom goes from uh, literally from, from comics mm-hmm. to musical theater yep. to uh, Muppets to uh, Star Wars to professional wrestling. And if we get into professional wrestling – Will this podcast will never end? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like the Muppets, and so I'm not allowed. I literally have to ask my wife, "Can I bring this Star Wars thing into the house? Can I bring this Muppet thing into the house? This professional wrestling thing into the house?" It's not that we're weak men; it's that our wives need room, and <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Can I put my pots in some place?" Because yeah. you know this place did have glasses in it. Now there's a whole stack of Millennium Falcon books. Yes. Why? Why do? You, why do you need? What, what did she say? She said, "Why? Why do you need the instruction manual on the YT Millennium Falcon?" I was like, "Because I might want to build one someday." Maybe. Yeah. Oh God, it's so familiar. It's so familiar. Uh, recently, um, my uh, I, I got the um, there's this great animal bust, like a like a bust of his head. Yes. Uh, and uh, the people from Diamond Select they sent it to me to, to do a review, which is very generous of them. And uh, after I did the I shot the video, and I said to my wife, "So where do you think we should put it?" She went, "You'll look great in your office." And I went, "I see what you're doing." <laughs> oh, listen. It, the comics, if you're looking in my room right now, if you guys are in my room right now, you'll see it's 100 comics and stuff like that. There used to be more here. Uh-huh. I had to give some away mm-hmm. um, just because of sheer space. Yep. And also, you know, I don't live here. This is my dressing room. Uh, also, um, I, my wife told me I couldn't bring it home. Yep. She's like, you were, no, she, no, 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 no. Vinyls. Ah, uh, yeah. The, the vinyls. The, the figures, you mean. The yeah. figure vinyls yep. uh, by Funko. Yep. They put out a Muppet line. Yep. And then they put out a Disney Afternoon line. Mm-hmm. Worst, best thing ever. Yes. And my wife said, do not bring those home. Yeah. Because I have a curio cabinet, but it's full. And she won't let me buy another one because the wall's not big enough. Because I was like, babe, they, they had, I had to stop. When they put out the Muppet action figures. Yeah. And they had the electric mayhem. Yes. Her face fell. And she said, I don't want to tell you no, but I have to tell you no. Oh. She goes, you can't, you can't. And now they're out, they're out of print, and I get it. I could yep. probably find them. Yep. But out of respect for my wife of Ju- of January 12th of 
it'll be 18 years out of mm-hmm. respect for 18 years of marriage and 27 years of knowing each other yep and 20 some odd years of actually dating i did not buy it because i knew <laughs> i did i i there's a there's a I, there's, I don't want a straw to break the camel's back right yeah <laughs> i've got enough stuff in the house i've already got seven wands but we won't talk about that like harry potter wands i didn't want to mention uh, it but yeah yep okay yep that's a whole different thing <sighs> yeah uh I, I i sometimes wish that my wife had something that she was as much of a fan of as as i am she goes through phases yes so it's like she's really into david bowie for a while you know so we get a framed picture and she buys all the records and etc cetera, etc cetera. and like six months later she's really into steely dan and it's like okay and I'm, i don't know why i picked two bands yes. but but yeah like she goes and she knows she does this mm-hmm. so she knows like i'm not gonna get a tattoo because six months from now something it'll be something else yes. um but for me and for, it sounds like for you it's like we have these things they are constant they are in our constant lives and, they are, and the fun thing is I think the best way to describe it for me is my wife is not my wife is a fan of me mm-hmm. and because she's a fan of me I get away with everything oh that's nice so your fan, your wife is a fan of you which yes. is why we're still living right because if we weren't they might have killed us by now right <laughs> <laughs> in the coolest way either I don't know how you are with your wife but does your wife walk up to you and go ooh taste this they could easily kill us and we would never know oh for sure we just eat anything they give us it's yeah. like here taste this okay cool so my, my wife is an actor and she uh, she does a lot of these days she's doing a lot of stunt work uh, or, yeah. or, uh, or uh, uh, fight choreography type of stuff and so recently it's been a lot of like hey come at me and I'm going to do this move on you. And then, like, I can't breathe for a second. And it's like, so, yeah, if she wanted to, she could, she could just squeeze a little bit tighter. My wife is a scientist. Mm-hmm. There's no telling what she could put in anything. <laughs> and it'd be and it'd be odorless, tasteless, nothing. And it'd yep. just, I mean, just, you know, I, okay, I put my life on it. You know, totally <laughs> yep. Princess Bride moment. Yep. I could be dead. She, I, I'm picturing her, like, she's mixing, she's handing you a mug. <laughs> right. And it's, like, like boiling over with, like, the, uh, like, dry ice. And that, I'm still going. Yeah, sure, I'll taste it. Like, well, hey, I trust her. Oh, I forgot. You asked me a character. There is there is two other characters that um, I thoroughly love every single time they're on screen. Mm-hmm. Bunsen, Honeydew, and Beaker. Yes. Because it is so simple, yet so effective every single time. And it's it's the fact that you watch Beaker and you go, I know something's going to happen. And there's nothing we can do about it. And damn it, it's funny. Yes. Because they find different ways to destroy this puppet yep. all the time. And nothing happens to Bunsen. Yeah, he's fine. He's pretty much fine yeah. all the time. And there's that one animatronic that they have in the park uh-huh. that they're riding in. Have you seen it in person? No. I've never seen it in person. I would love and to I've see it. I've always that. wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to see it. Yeah. I mean, um, because I, I'm always fascinated by how they do Lightning McQueen and, you yep. know, and Mater. So to watch this particular animatronic, I thought it was just ingenious yeah. how they did it. And um, I, I hope to be at the park one day and see it and interact with it. I can't yeah, wait. yeah. Uh, and it's one of those things where, like, you know, if uh, hypothetically, if the Disney parks decided they wanted to have more of, of, of a Muppet presence. They could do that. They can not only do that, because apparently that was in Epcot. So it's like, if you've got that in Epcot, you've got uh, Muppet Ameri- the American History thing in um, Magic, Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. You've got uh, Hollywood Studios has Muppet Vision. Right. It's like, just add something to Animal Kingdom. Right. And, which, and, my and idea... Easy. Animal Kingdom an- with animals. Oh gosh, like yeah, it, it's it, right it, there. It's right, it writes itself. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that would be great. It's like you don't need much; just a little bit of Muppets just in each place. A little bit of Muppet each place, just to say. And it. a little bit of merchandise would be nice too. Yes, but and I think um, I think that when they had uh, Muppet Vision, there was a lot of merchandise there. I bought yep. about like socks and, and stuff like that, and, all, and uh, shirts and everything. Um, I think the Muppets need they need a platform like on television or something that yeah. is that is very good. Yep. 
Oh, and I was hoping they were going to do it on Disney Plus, and I heard they canceled it. No, so that's that's not true. So uh, there were there was a project that was in development with Josh Gad a while ago. That one did not. It's it's not being done. Um, okay. That's the one that was announced. That it's not happening. But there's another one that was announced just before the news that the Josh Gad one is is uh, canceled. Uh, the, I think it's called Muppets Now. Uh, oh, if I'm not okay. mistaken, cool. yeah, whatever it is. Uh, but yes, there there will be a Muppet project. Uh, on Disney Plus, which means I I have got to up my game on Instagram so I can have a million followers so I can be on this show. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> right now I've just got fifty thousand. Yeah, I need a million people so right. to love me so I can be on the show. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, that's so it's, it's definitely happening. Uh, but the thing that people are are really asking for and it's not on their lineup yet, 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 is the Muppet Show. Yes, to put to to just have them up. Yes, yeah. and I'm uh, that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping that all the shows that we loved. Um, would be on the show, like you know, yep. for the. I'm not going to say all the others, but I was hoping that the Muppet Show would be there. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard to. They, also, they didn't put the Muppets on Blu-ray. Well, they, they never they, put on Blu-ray. They didn't put the Muppet Show on and Blu-ray. They uh, they've only ever released the first three seasons on yes. DVD, which and is a travesty. Well, I mean, it, it, I've heard the rumor that it's the problem with the actual artists that were on the show, like uh, yeah. people wanting, you know, like they have to go to each person, right. and you know, of course, you know, part artists, the, the actors, they all think they deserve something more, and it's like, dude. You ain't made a movie in 50 years. Right. <laughs> Take this check, shut up, and keep stabbing. Well, and a lot of times it's like the kids, you know, because they're oh, not yeah, around they're, anymore. They're, the parents did. Like, my yeah. father deserves. Yeah. And you want to look at him and you're going to go, um, you, your father deserves. Yeah. You <laughs> ain't done not one damn thing. Well, and then the other thing is, is like, well, you're not making any money right now right. on it. So, so, so what? Right. So take this. And, well, I, well, if they're going to get this, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, Flat rate, and I'm sorry. There's certain times I know people get on Disney a lot. They're just greedy. I'm like, look. Sometimes you take the flat rate money and go. Right. Because if you try to do the the extra thing, yeah, all you're gonna do is mess yourself up. Remember, this is Disney. They're fine. Right. <laughs> right. You're you're trying to do something. You're like, they don't need to do anything. Yeah. And who's suffering? The fans. We've been waiting for the rest of those seasons for years. It's true. So we're doing. Other people are you know being funny. Yeah. Uh, we're, we've been doing a, a project on Tough Picks for the last couple of years where uh, we are reviewing, uh, doing an in-depth review of each episode of The Muppet Show exactly 40 years after it premiered. So the nice thing about it is we're, we've are we been doing it. It's a long-term project. It's I am literally about, to, literally about to go on a rabbit hole down your website. Yes. Oh, please do. Um, so we just started uh, season four, which is not on DVD. Oh. So it's an extra challenge. We have access to these because we, you know, I hate... You didn't hear this from me, but we got them through other other means, means that maybe yeah. you could find yourself. Right, maybe do a little googling, uh, but uh, uh, it's hard to say. Like, so I just wrote a v- review of uh, uh, the Crystal Gale episode. Yes. Have you ever seen the Crystal Gale no. episode? Most people haven't. No. If you didn't see it in 1979, maybe you've never seen it. Uh, and it's a great episode. It's an episode where. There are these prairie dogs, and they're uh, they're all kleptomaniacs. They're stealing everything. <laughs> And so they're stealing all this, all the props and all the things from the kitchen, and like everyone's getting really angry at them. And then one of them steals Kermit's collar, and now Kermit's naked, even though he's he already he's, naked, he's kind of naked all the time. That's that's a great joke, though. It's a great joke, and it's a great visual because he's hiding behind things, and he kind of looks naked without his collar. And he shows up at one point with a paper bag on his head, <laughs> and he shows up again with like a like a pink feather boa instead. And oh, that's it's good. Hysterical. Now. How can you deprive us Muppet fans of something, some gold Seriously, like this? Yes, that's ama- that's too good. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on your site. Very yeah, okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, I've been on there before, but I, I'll be on there. Like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You know, okay. 
you know how you, you, you call me and say, hey, I want to do this thing. I read who you are. You're a normal person. Great. Talk to Bill. Bill said, cool. He's great. Kid, kid, kid. I got busy. Yep. But um, I, I was on the site. My wife sees what I'm looking at. <laughs> yep. What are you looking at? It's the uh, toughest pigs. It's a Muppet website. James, do you really have to do it right now? You're right. You're right. I need to do it. <laughs> right. I could be here for days. Yeah. And now that I know what you're going to, now that I know what you have on it, I'll be there for days. Oh, you will because the site has been around since 2001. That's amazing. We've got thousands of articles. Thank you. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's a it's a it's a very much a passion project. I, I understand. It makes us no money. I, I understand. It costs us money to do this website, but yes, but the fans that love it love it. That's right. And you know, uh, there's not much out there. Uh, in an official or unofficial capacity for Muppet fans. Have you been able to, now this is turned into my show, have you been able to um, interview like the Muppet performers? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, so we we actually, uh, when Muppets, uh, Muppet Guys Talking came out, we had a chance to do one with Frank Oz. That's awesome. Which was great. We've interviewed, um, yeah, most of the performers, and, and now that we're doing stuff like this, like now we're in the era of podcasts. So these text interviews that we did 10 years ago, it's like, oh, it's great that we have it, and you can always go back and read it, but now it's like we're in a new era of like, should I be doing stuff on YouTube? Should I be doing stuff yes. on podcasts? Yes. So now we're kind of like yeah. ramping up again, and we've got these new opportunities to do stuff all over. That's awesome. It's man. pretty fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, get, like, just to do something for the fans when, you know, the official folks are not doing much. Yeah. And I think the people forget that um, the, the what I learned when I was with Aladdin was that the folks who are my age mm -hmm. are can't wait to show their kids and other kids the stuff, the stuff that they liked when they were kids. Yeah. And the funny thing is there's some things that we liked when we were kids that our kids just won't get. They're just like, they just don't understand at all. They yeah. just, you're like, really? This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Correct. Which yes. is funny because it's going to happen to them when they pass their stuff down. Yeah. But there's certain <laughs> things that have lasted and the Muppets is, is one of those things. Yes. That I could, I showed, um, <laughs> my niece and nephews were like, Uncle, what's this Muppet thing? Wow, we understand, we know Kermit, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, look, you guys love Queen. Please watch this. And they watched um, Bohemian Rhapsody with yes. the Muppets. Yes. Lost it. Great. They lost their minds. Yeah. So, which made me go, okay, if you like this, we're going to do this. So I showed them Danny Boy. <laughs> Great. With um, Animal Beaker and the Swedish Chef, which, of course, launched us into Jungle Boogie, which, of course, launched us into, um, oh, God, what was it? Uh, we, we, it ended up, ended up into... Uh, you know, Menomina and all these different things. And yeah. they, now, I'm not even home. And I look at my YouTube and they're watching, I can see my channel and I see them going back. Uncle, can you show us that one Muppet thing? Because they can't find it. it. So it's like, if you show them the good stuff, they can't wait to see, because it, it will always be funny. Yeah, Funny is funny no matter what decade it's in. Yes. And some of the things that the Muppets, no, a lot of things the Muppets did, you could show now. So I'm glad, I wish the official guys would be doing something because we now want to show the next generation this Muppet thing yeah. and show them something funny. Right. You know, said, look, this is funny. This is funny no matter what happens. Yeah. You know. Well, and the idea that, um, so if we can get a new generation into the Muppet show, into this classic stuff, then they're going to start asking for more. Right. And they're then gonna say, now you got the Muppets back right. on TV or on exactly. Disney Plus or making movies again. That's what, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. And then maybe that'll sell some merchandise. And right, exactly. now you're making some money. Right. See, it all comes around. Because we know what the bottom line is. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. I get it. I get it. You know, another thing can be a passion project. And, uh, you know, the Muppets, I, I mean, puppetry on film is very expensive. It's yes. hard to do. It's time consuming. I, I understand that. But there's also a lot of stuff that's already done. Yeah. And we could just watch it and enjoy it. 
Yeah. And and honestly, that stuff is all it's gold. Still, it's still amazing. Like uh, I, I I put the scene with uh, Kermit and the gang uh, singing "Why Couldn't We Ride?" Yeah, uh, on on bikes up against any special effect you see nowadays. It still is seamless. Yeah, absolutely seamless how they do it. Have you ever heard the uh, the concept of Henson's Law? No. So the Henson's Law is the idea that CGI, no matter how good it looks, uh, it could look perfect today, but five ten years from now, it's going to look dated. Puppets will always, always look good. That's true. Somehow, I don't. I, one of my favorite things is Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Uh, and the fact that I heard they're redoing it, yeah. I don't know. I, I hope, I don't know how they're going to get any better because what Frank Oz and his crew did with that giant, mm-hmm. giant puppet. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's singing. Yeah. It's singing and moving in a seamless way with the actors who are with them. And it's there. It yeah. wasn't CGI. It was there. Well, and you, have you ever heard uh, they filmed that in slow motion? Yes. Yeah, so and then sped it, it up. up. So, so it's that, got these crazy so movements. So they have to sing slowly. Yeah. So that it, uh, when I heard that, I was like, the fact, I mean, Get It, which is one of my favorite songs. Uh-huh. And also Mean Green Mother from Outer Space, yep. which is one of my favorite songs. And to see how it is, it looks absolutely seem like they filmed it like that. And you're like, yeah, that was the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And, but it's because it's there. Right. And, you know, speaking of Frank Oz again, no offense to uh, the new Star Wars movies. Watching Yoda move. Yeah. With Mark Hamill. Yeah. Is so much better than watching a CGI version. Oh, 100%. Of, of Yoda move. Yeah. The puppeteers, again, like when you watch, when you, when you watch The Dark Crystal and the Skeksis start moving, there's, there's something about that that yep. is just, you're like, these grotesque creatures are so crazy looking. But they're there. Yeah. And that's what it'll always be real to you because it's there. Yep. So have you watched the new Dark Crystal yet on Netflix? No. And uh-huh. that is my plan for the month of December. I have nothing <laughs> to do. And I am like gonna totally binge watch this thing. Great. Because my friends have called and they're like, James, you of all people have got to see this thing. You really because it's a prequel yeah. to the right? Yes, it's a prequel to the to the film. Uh, but it's I, I'm I'm happy to say Watching the original film is not necessary. Okay, good. Uh, like I rewatched it right beforehand, and to be fun, to be honest, like I find the Dark Crystal film to be gorgeous, but ultimately boring. It, yes, it, it doesn't really get to it doesn't get to the point, and by the time it gets to the point, you're, it's too late. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're already on your phone for right, Instagram. Right, yeah. yeah, but uh, but the new series, it's captivating. The puppetry is amazing. Uh, the voice actors are not celebrity stunt cast. There's a lot of celebrities in there, but like every one of them is just perfect. Yeah. Well, the people they got for this film, which I, when I saw some of the names on it, um, these are people who are celebrities, but they also do voice work. This is what yes, they do. They're correct. Not, they're not like, hey, I'm a celebrity just doing a movie. Like, no, no, this is what I do. Yeah. Well, Mark Hamill's a perfect example Come of that. On. That guy, he's a voice actor now. For and sure, what, What's yeah. funny is like, he's an actor and who just yeah. happens to specialize in that. So, right, yeah. Know. But also people like Aquafina. Yeah. Who's amazing in this movie. And in now this series. so much more. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for you to watch it. And again, wait. so much puppetry. Where to where the point where the CGI is just blended in just enough to and, like let it and pop. And that's what I think you should do. I mean, I will say, as far as CGI is concerned, there are certain people who have done it right. And I don't give a damn what you think about the movie. Uh, King Kong and Godzilla, they did it right. They every you mean, time. You mean the old ones? No, no, the new or, ones. When when I see the when I see the new yeah. Godzilla, like yeah. the newest one, like uh-huh. you know yeah. the the part of the monster universe Universal's doing. Yes. Uh, I look at that. I go. 
my hats off to you, y'all. <laughs> Every time I see King Kong, it just makes me damn happy. Well, the thing about uh, King Kong too is like when you when you're doing mocap. Mocap yeah, is a form yeah, of puppetry, mo- mo- right? Mo- okay, that, yeah. okay, that's a good way of saying it. Yep. When it's mocap, it's different. Yeah. And so I have to give them, you know, credit for yep. for that. Um, I give the Marvel people credit for that, but it's also mocap, you know. But when it's just CGI for CGI purposes, I'm like, guys, ugh, come yep. on now. Yep. Well, uh, there's things like um, uh, the two movies I think of, Black Panther and Wonder Woman, both movies that I love a lot. The final scene, the final battle for each of those movies is so CGI heavy. Yeah, it's kind of hard to watch. Yeah, because you're like, I, like unlike where the Batman film, the guy's really kicking somebody. Yeah, <laughs> and I, you're like, and I need that. I always point to Die Hard as the perfect example. Yes, the end of Die Hard. Uh, it was near the end of Die Hard where um, he's fighting, uh, fighting the the big blonde guy. The yeah, the, yeah, I know yeah. What you're about. yeah, and the. Like any other action movie would have like like big sound effects, like douche, dish, and they're flying around or whatever. But it's it's you can hear like the the slap of the fist against yeah. the flesh. You could like they're getting tired and they're getting. That's hurt. why I like John Wick. John Wick is John, a perfect John example. Wick is, you're like this is these boys. This, these guys are doing this. Yeah, this is happening. Right. So and there's something yeah. that realism that like the same with puppets and and these action movies. Old Boy is another perfect yeah, example. They're getting tired. It. You have to see it. It's, yeah. Because then you'll because you'll feel it more. Right. Because when you we get we get desensitized with CGI, yes. Whereas this stuff, when you see it, you realize that you're holding your breath because you're like, oh my god, those guys. There's something inside you that goes, these guys are doing this, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, the uh, the Mission Impossible movies now. Whenever you know, like I know that, like okay, Tom Cruise isn't really like in danger, but he's really like, clinging to the side yeah, of that building yeah, in, du- yeah. in Dubai. Like that's kind of amazing. I got to give you credit for that. Now. Yeah, I, mean, I hate to give him credit, but I give credit to those movies. Yes, yes, thank you. I that's a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we've gotten way off topic. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's great. Uh, but um, Muppets are great. That's really Muppet, what it comes M- down M- to. Muppets, are, Muppets are fantastic. Yeah. Um, everything from Sesame Street to uh, the Muppets to um, to Fraggle Rock to uh, Emmett Otter's uh, you know Jugman Christmas to just uh, to one of my favorite films um, that I always argue with Disney fans about the Christmas toy. Oh yes, and uh, I always go as well, a, who who's who's arguing against the Christmas toy? They're not arguing against the Christmas toy. I just like to whenever somebody says there are a lot of firsts that Disney has done. Yes, there are a lot of firsts, mm-hmm. but that story about toys they weren't the first one. Nope, <laughs> because the Christmas toy. Is about a toy. If you haven't heard about it, but you guys are all fans of this website, so you guys already have. Uh, is about a toy, a tiger who was the Christmas toy last year and decides he should put himself back in the box until he sees this. What happens to be mechanical, brand new toy that doesn't realize it's a toy? Yes. What does that sound like? Yeah. And it's a amazing adventure. And when I first saw Toy Story, I went, "This is." This is the Christmas toy. I've seen this movie yeah, before. I think I've seen it. They've done. A, don't get me wrong. The animation is amazing, but this story <laughs> has been done before. Right. And I, you know, there's a couple things that you know the Henson did mm-hmm. that you were like, they're under the radar. My yep. one of my favorites is, um, oh god, the Princess and the Frog. Ah, uh, the the Disney film, the Princess Disney and the Frog. Yes. Mm. But then there's the Jim Henson one where Robin is the prince. Yeah, the Frog Prince. The right. Frog Prince. Yep. I love that so much because the witch. Tells the king, who's a complete idiot, You're right. that I'm your sister, even though they look nothing alike. Right. And whenever the, whenever Robin tries to say the witch is doing something, this joke, she goes, have a pop over, Froggy. <laughs> and all of a sudden, at the end, the little girl takes the frog and takes Robin away. And the king goes, I'm glad he's finally gone. Frog keeps eating all the popovers. I don't know why. <laughs> 
I was like, it's little things like that that they did. And like these these shows that are under the radar that you can't find anymore. They're only on mm -hmm. VHS. I'm like, these things yes. are the ones that need to be on Disney Plus because they are amazing. Yeah. And they, they, I mean, the story, I mean, they're just, you know, with Kermit narrating, um, saying it's disrespectful, you don't want to be a frog. It's like, oh, but I'm a prince. Yeah, whatever. You know, yeah, right. it's really, there's just these things that Henson did and you forget that he did these things unless right. you're like a diehard fan like you and I. Right, yeah. That's a great point in which we should probably start wrapping up because we've been talking for a while. Uh, I'm just going to say that, I'm just going to say this. Joe, please bring me back so we can actually finish everything uh, else we yes. want to talk about. I would love to do this again. This was so Th much fun. This is a huge treat for me. So thank you so much for being please, here. thank you, my friend. Um, do you, are you on social media? I am on social media. I am on Twitter. I am on, uh, that's uh, James M. Iglehart and I am on Instagram at JMI Iglehart and you can find me there just doing all kinds of stupid stuff. All right, we're going to get you up to 20,000 uh, yes. followers so that you have more clout with Disney yes. and you can be on uh, these Muppet I, programs. I'm also, see me at Hamilton on Broadway. You can also see me on Free Solo Supreme on Broadway. You can see me at Tangled and uh, Rapunzel's Tangled Animated Adventures at Disney Channel and um, someplace else soon, very soon. I'm sure. That's great. Well, we're excited for that. James, thank you again for being Thanks, here. Joe, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. 15 Seconds to Curtain is hosted and produced by Joe Hennis. Edited by Jared Fairclough. Logo artwork by Dave Hultine and Jay Foskett. Catering by Frank Oz. Theme music by Stacey Rosen. A Muppet Fan Podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. <laughs>